Grooms Do Too. Taking a look at wedding planning from the groom's point of view with your host, Al Brighton. Al Brighton has been a radio personality in the San Francisco, San Jose area for the past 25 years. He is also an award-winning wedding officiant. He has been an ordained minister for the past eight years with Weddings by Indiana Al. Big or small, Al has done them all. From intimate front rooms and backyard weddings to huge ceremonies at wineries, country clubs, and beaches. This podcast is for brides and grooms who are planning the biggest day of their life. Not just the bride's life, but the groom's life too. Let the grooms take part. This day means just as much to the groom as it does to the bride. Grooms do too. Do you have a best friend or maybe do you have a brother that's uh, worthy to take on the duties of being the best man? Before you go out and start picking your best man, maybe you should think about what are the duties of being a best man. Hi, I'm Al Brighton, and this is Grooms Do Too, where we take a look at a wedding planning from the groom's point of view. And today we're going to be talking about picking the right best man. What should you look for? What are the duties? What what should a best man do? You know, back in the day, a uh, long time ago, the best man wasn't a friend. He wasn't a relative. The best man was um, the best swordsman. The best man was the best gunslinger, the toughest guy in town, the strongest guy in town, because he wasn't there to stand next to the groom. He was there to be a bodyguard, to make sure that the ceremony uh, ran smooth. You see, back in the day, sometimes the uh, groom wouldn't ask permission from the bride's father. He would just take a bride and go get married. And in those cases, the bride's father would go and stop the ceremony. Okay, And so the best man's job was to protect the groom and to make sure that the uh, ceremony went through and got done. You know, in some cases, if uh, a guy lives in a small town, or in a small village and there wasn't, uh, there wasn't a lot of women, what he would do is he would travel to the nearest town or to the nearest village and uh, he would kidnap a lady and bring her back to his town to get married. And in those situations, the town where the bride was from would send out a, um, uh, a posse, <laughs> would send out a posse to go bring her back and stop the ceremony from happening. So the best man's job was to protect that. He wouldn't stand next to the groom. He he would stand by the door. He would watch over the door and keep a lookout to make sure nobody was coming to uh, stop the ceremony. That's what his job was. In, in some cases, he would also follow the um, the newly wedded uh, bride and groom back to their um, honeymoon, <laughs> back to their honeymoon room, the honeymoon suite, I guess you want to call it, and uh, to make sure that that was completed as well, okay? Not just the ceremony, but the whole thing was completed. The ceremony and the uh, honeymoon was done too. Those were the jobs of the best man. It's crazy to think about how that was long time ago and how much it's changed from then to now. When we come back, we're going to be talking about what the modern day traditions are. What is expected from a best man now? What is his job to do now? Not necessarily to protect the ceremony, but what is he supposed to do now? You're listening to Grooms Do Too, taking a look at wedding planning from the groom's point of view. You found that special someone and you've decided to tie the knot. Weddings by Indiana Al will create a unique and custom ceremony that best fits you and will make your wedding day special and memorable. 
Al Brighton is a professional, award-winning wedding officiant with nine years of experience. Al's weddings have been featured on Entertainment Tonight, Good Morning America, and have been seen in Country Weekly Magazine. Al was voted the number one wedding officiant in the Bay Area by Bay Area A-List in 2016. If you're getting married and need a wedding minister, check out indianaal.com. How do you pick the right best man? Hi, I'm Al Brighton, and this is Grooms Do Too, where we take a look at wedding planning from the groom's point of view. And today we're going to be uh, discussing how to pick a best man. What are the duties of a best man? Well, you know, the list is huge. There's a long list of things that the best man could do. All right. Could be on his uh, list of things to do. Now, it's up to you. How much do you want to give them? How long of a laundry list do you want to give them? Uh, do you want to give them the whole thing? Do you want to put them in charge of everything? Or do you want to hold back and do some yourself or maybe uh, split it up between the, the rest of the groomsmen? But what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about the list, the whole list of the best man. And then, um, you know, you take a listen and, and you pick and choose the ones that you want to give to the best man. Okay. Uh, let's start off with the groomsmen. Uh, how many are you going to have? You're going to have a four. You're going to have five. You're going to have more than that. So the best man is in charge of the groomsmen. He's the one that's going to corral them and get them ready and make sure that they're all on the same page. You know, the groom will tell the best man what he needs to do, and the best man will relay it to the groomsmen. The time for the, uh, you know, tuxedo rental, uh, what time to be there for the rehearsal, to make sure they all get to the rehearsal, um, to make sure they get to the, the ceremony, what time to get there, to make sure they line up the right way and to do all that stuff. The first thing he needs to do, he is in charge of the groomsmen. Okay. When you think of a best man, the first thing you think about is the bachelor party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, they have the bachelor party. You know, people think of all strippers and they think of, you know, drinking and partying and woo, all kinds of stuff. Let's go to Vegas. Yeah. But no, you don't have to do all that kind of stuff. That is completely up to you and your best man. You guys talk together. You guys come up with a plan on what you guys want to do. You don't have to do those things. For me, for my bachelor party, we went to a comedy club. That was it. I, you know, I, I picked about you know ten guys. Uh, my best man uh, invited them, sent them the invitations, and told them what time we're going to be at the uh, the club. And we watched a comedy show, and then we went over to uh, another friend of mine's uh, house, and we played poker. That was it. Simple, easy. Had a couple of drinks, had some food, and that was it. You know, we didn't go party all night. Woo! We didn't go away for the weekend. We didn't do all that stuff. You know what I wanted? I told my best man what I wanted. I said, you know what? I want to go to a comedy club and maybe. Play Play poker. Boom. There it was. He set it up. You know, so uh, the best man is in charge of organizing that, uh, the planning that, to making the reservations of that. Uh, those are the things that he needs to do when it comes to the bachelor party. Okay. And like I said, it doesn't mean strippers and getting drunk. It means whatever you want to do to enjoy a night out with you and the fellas. The best man is also in charge of the transportation. People often forget about this. Most of the time, you know, if there's a limousine or there's a car for the bride and groom that goes from the ceremony to the reception or from the reception go home, there's usually one car for that. Um, but how does a groom get to the ceremony? 
Okay, or how does a groom get from one place to another? That's the uh, the best man's job to set up the uh, the uh, transportation for the groom beforehand. How is he going to get to the ceremony? He's leaving with the bride, of course, but how is he going to get there before the ceremony? Okay, so that's the best man's job there to set up the uh, the transportation to the ceremony. He's also there to lend a helping hand with the uh, the pre-wedding events. You know, like I said, the rehearsal, the rehearsal dinner, setting things up, uh, tables, uh, chairs, uh, organizing that, getting a crew ready to set things up. That's what. That's another one of his jobs that he's in charge that he can be in charge of of setting things up for the reception, setting things up for the rehearsal and the rehearsal dinner. You know, I get asked a lot, can you have more than one best man? Yeah, you can. That's that's up to you. You pick out what you want for your it's your day. If you want to have two and split the job, you could do it that way. You could say, you know what, um, best man one and best man two. This is what I want you to do. And this is what I want you to do. Okay. One of the big things on the list of things to do for the best man is the uh, the speech during the reception, uh, the toast. So they're expected to uh, write out a, a toast, to uh, toast the bride and groom and say something nice and sweet about him, to say something nice and sweet about her and how now that they're uh, they're married, how, you know, life is going to be great. And so <laughs> some people think of, you know, a funny jokes to say. They think of something sentimental, something loving, something romantic. Some people just read a poem. You know, they find a poem, you know, in a book somewhere and they, they recite a poem. It could be easy, whatever, whatever it fits you and fits the relationship between, uh, you know, you and the, the best man, well, well, that'll do. It doesn't have to be a huge, drawn-out, you know, speech, a toast, a roast, or any of that kind of stuff. You know, he, you know, explains the relationship that he has with you and have the relationship he has with the bride. Sometimes the best man during the reception, he is the uh, the middleman between uh, you and the vendors. Um, you do not want to deal with the vendors the day of. You got a lot of stuff going on. You beforehand, you're going to be nervous. You know, after the ceremony, you're going to be so excited that you're married. You don't want to deal with paying the vendors or passing out the envelopes. So put that off to the best man. Make sure you know put him in charge of that. He's the one that's going to be paying the DJ or uh, giving a tip to the officiant. He's the one that's going to be paying this person and paying that person. He let him take care of all that stuff. Give him a list. Give him the envelopes, you know, of, of cash or money or checks or whatever ahead of time. And, he, and during the reception, he'll go around and take care of those situations. Okay. Um, one of the cool things that um, people are doing as best man, they come up with a best man emergency kit. Okay. The kit is like... Um, you never know what's going to happen. You never know what you're going to need. That kit should have everything. You know, I'm talking um, scissors, tape, uh, aspirin, Tylenols, you know, a, a needle and thread in case the button pops on his suit, bandages, tissue, deodorant, breath mints, you know, all that stuff. Anything you could possibly think of, he needs to keep in that little pouch, all right? And he needs to keep that with him. Either keep it in the car, keep it in a, in a small bag, you know, together and keep it somewhere in case there's an emergency and the hem on his pants come undone and you need double-sided tape, boom, there it is, okay? He has it. A safety pin because of the button on the shirt popped and you can't find the button. You need a safety pin to hold his shirt together. He needs to have all that stuff in a little uh, emergency kit, okay? Stain remover, an extra pair of socks, 
And also to make sure that he has um, extra cash. Have some extra cash in case you need it. Sometimes, you know, you can't find a, an ATM machine and you need cash. You know, the, the groom, you may not have that cash in your pocket at the time because you're wearing your tuxedo. He needs to have a little bit of extra in case you need to uh, tip the taxi driver or t- uh, tip the, uh, the limousine driver or whatever. Those are the things that the uh, best man should have in its emergency kit. The best man should also make sure that uh, the groomsmen are wearing their boutonniere. Uh, where to get the boutonniere? How does the boutonniere get to the ceremony? How does the uh, boutonniere get onto the uh, lapel? The best man is in charge of all that. The best man, in some cases, they uh, sign the marriage license. It doesn't have to be the best man. It doesn't have to be the maid of honor. But in most cases, you get the maid of honor and you get the best man. They sign the license. So if it is, that's your job. Make sure that you tell them to sign the marriage license. If it's not, if you don't want your best man to do it and you want your dad to do it or you want your mom to do it, technically, all you need is one witness. You don't have to have, you don't even have to have two witnesses. Technically, for legally, you only need one witness. And so the best man is to make sure that it gets signed. If he's going to sign it, great or if somebody else is going to sign it he makes sure that they get it signed okay so that's a put onto the um the list of things to do for the best man you know during the reception there's so much going on the bride and groom they're uh, they're going to table table they're 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 doing their uh the bouquet toss they're doing their first dance they're doing or taking pictures the best man should be able to make sure that they are eating and that they are staying hydrated, okay? So you need to pull them aside and say, okay, you know what? You know, go grab a sandwich. <laughs> go eat your dinner. Go eat a hors d'oeuvre or something like that. Make sure you get some food in you before the night's over, all right? So that's a, a job for the best man. Uh, I always tell the best man to make sure that uh, he has Kleenex in his uh, pocket in case the groom starts to cry, gets emotional during the ceremony. The best man needs to be able to pull out the uh, the tissue to make sure that he's okay. Not only for um, for tears, but sometimes you know there's nerves going on and there's it gets hot. There's sweat. Okay, so you need that tissue to dab the forehead so that you're not shiny. The tears look great in pictures. A shiny forehead, not so much. All right. So the best man needs to have some tissue on him to make sure that he's taking care of the groom. Okay. The decorating of the getaway car. When they're done, usually, you know, somebody spray paints, you know, uh, with a little window paint. They put, you know, Jess, Mary, they tie the cans to the bumper or whatever. That would be the job of the best man. If that's something that you want, and that doesn't have to be, it doesn't, they don't do that for all the ceremonies. That is something very, you know, uh, unique. So it's up to you if you want that, but that's the job of the best man to decorate the uh, the getaway car, okay? And speaking of getaway car, um, the gifts. Uh, I know a lot of people do registry and you buy stuff online nowadays. It makes it real easy. But some people take gifts to the uh, ceremony, to the wedding. And so they usually set up a table, a gift table. So the best man's job is to make sure that those gifts from the gift table get somewhere. You know, they, they get sent home. They get packed into the car. He takes them home and gives them to the bride and groom at a later date or whatever the case may be. He's in charge of the gift table and making sure that all those gifts get home, get to the right places. And then uh, after the uh, the whole thing, he's in charge of the groomsmen. So he needs to make sure that all the uh, tuxedos 
get back to the, the rental place, the tuxedo rental. All the suits or the tuxedos, they're all returned on time. And, and you know, with all the things that were given needs to go back. So you're, you're in charge of that too. So you need to make a couple of phone calls and to remind the groomsmen to get their tuxedos back to the rental. Those are a few things that are on the list. And like I said, you know, you don't have to uh, give the whole list to your best man. You don't have to give the whole list. You know, pick and choose. You know what? I want you to do this. I'll take care of everything else. If you have more than one best man, okay, I want you as best man number one, you're going to be in charge of these things. Best man number two, you're going to be in charge of these things. You know, so that's your list of things. Um, the modern day things of what the best man is supposed to do. Those are his uh, the list of his duties. So when you pick your best man, Make sure you pick the right man who's able to handle that, who's, who's able to uh, take care of that. And you know that that person will uh, not only get the job done, but get it done well. I'm Al Brighton. This is Grooms Do Too, taking a look at wedding planning from a groom's point of view. The opinions expressed on this podcast, Grooms Do Too, are those of the podcast and only the podcast. They are for entertainment purposes only. They do not reflect those of Al Brighton, the character of Indiana Al, or any affiliate corporations. Thank you for listening to Grooms Do Too. Please follow and subscribe. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us, indianaal at gmail.com. To find more about Al Brighton's weddings, go to indianaal.com.